Okay, I have a question. Do you know why a club sandwich is called the club sandwich? Hold on. No. No, I don't. Let me not ruin this because I don't want to mess it up, but it's because oh, you it's already act- did. You already did. I mean, why? Like, is this a joke? Is this no, a, it's you... not a joke. It's just an acronym, and I'm trying to get it right. Oh, I thought you were telling a joke. This sounds no, like, this oh. is not a joke. This is it not a joke. Like, it sounds like you're reading off a popsicle <laughs> stick. Like, no, it's not a they joke. Call clubs they... Because it's bacon and eggs, or like it's, whatever. No, it's chicken, lettuce, under bacon. Okay, no, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. But I also thought that club sandwiches... We're turkey, not chicken. But I guess like it, I had had it both ways. Yeah, like a turkey club. But isn't that? But I guess you say turkey club because you're you're differentiating between the original club, which is chicken, you, lettuce, under bacon. Do you know what you call cheese that's not yours? <laughs> Nacho <Yeah>. cheese. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what My, a pirate's favorite letter is? I. You think it's the R, but it's really the C. Oh, that's an I. What the <laughs> fuck is that? Well, no, I, I works because they don't have they have one eye. Byron's a die like that. I you say R, 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 yeah. What the fuck? All right, it's <laughs> so stand up comedy not on our list of talents. We have a little work to do. Um, okay, my daughter has a joke book full of all of these. Okay. And the funny thing about it is they probably understand a third of them, maybe. Uh, okay. And they're all bad. They're all great, actually. Mostly bad. And I, like, that's what the car trip is. It's for reading jokes all the time. So hey, um, I love that. But um, we're definitely going to keep that in, so you might as well crack your beer. Don't. Cheers. Oh. Oh. What do you got? I've Your got reveal early. a uh, Voodoo Ranger. IPA. This is a good beer. This is a good, let's see, what football team would this be? So this football team is like, I almost said Iowa, but I can't even say describe, Iowa. Describe, describe, describe the... It's, it is a perennial, it's a bowl eligible beer. It is like a, like Iowa kind of fits, but Iowa can be, Iowa can be overwhelmingly bad. And all Iowa also occasionally is really good. This is just a solid this is like an oh I we just I just ripped on NC State pretty aggressively, so I got to keep them out of this. Okay, would be a good fit. Still, I'm going to Big Ten land. It's like a Minnesota. I feel like Minnesota is like a good, respectable team okay. under PJ Fleck. Like I know I'm not getting to a Big Ten championship most likely, although I think they kind of were in the mix. But I'm probably going to get eight wins. I'm going to probably okay. get eight wins. All right, so a Minnesota beer. Yeah, that's delightful, actually. It's light. It's very drinkable IPA. Speaking of beer takes, I had somebody, pale ales. So if IPAs, right, you can get aggressive with IPAs. Got a little aggressive with IPAs this weekend. Didn't didn't end great. Didn't end bad, but Sunday was Sunday was a problem, okay? Um, pale ales is like when you don't want to just drink a domestic beer, but you want a little, little something. Do you have any? Okay. Like, I know you're not a big beer drinker, so I hate asking your beer thoughts. But I like that. It's like a, it's so, like a change up of the just the drinking and the drink. I saw a meme that said IPAs are like a white man's version of pumpkin spice lattes for white girls, 
And I Fair. agree with that. I think it's trendy and it's like supposed to be elevated over being like kind of just the regular like domestic beers. And I think it's like that for, and I don't think it tastes good, by the way. I don't like them. To be clear, I would much rather not like, so I played golf on Saturday. This episode's already off. So let's just keep it. We started <laughs> off drinking high noons. And I, I think I had like three high noons, right? Okay. In like six holes. It was hot. We were rolling. I was like, I need some. So I switched to like a big pale ale. Okay. And it was actually, the, that's probably where the day turned bad. Um, but I, I don't, I just need a little flake. Like if I drink a domestic beer, I'll drink Miller Lite. Um, Interesting. That's, and I switched probably, I don't know, four or five years ago. In college, I'm a Michelob Ultra. Michelob Ultra is good. In college, um, it was Bush Light. And then uh, I graduated the Bud Light and then Miller Light eventually. And now I'm cool. drinking all this shit. In college, it was Natty Light for me. Yeah, fuck. I mean, it's fine. It's I can't rip on you. What's the other one that's like similar to that? Um, um, Ice House. Drank some Ice no. House. I, I drank some... Uh, Keystone. Yeah. Keystone. Yeah. Bush Light Peach is in the mix right now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't you... like peach. Have we had this discussion where like I won't drink peach flavored like alcohol things? Peach is good. I I'm just... in on peach. I don't know what it is. I, I like like peaches, but I am not a fan of peach flavored alcohol. I think it's because I have a fear that I'm going to get sick and it's going to taste like that, um, which is fair. But I, I yeah, still I'm not in I on peach flavor things. I still don't like my football team comparison for this beer. Okay. It, well, it might be more of like an old Miss, like because Minnesota may not do the like if I'm New Belgium who makes the beer and they're like, mm, mm, no, ben. Ole Miss. Like Lane Kiffin all miss, like, yeah, all right. Like probably gonna lose some games, but Okay. Let's do it. By the way, this isn't on the rundown, but shout out to Lane Kiffin and his staff because they're all mental health certified. Every Saw single that. person on their football staff, which is a huge, huge deal. And I think they're the first football program to actually do that. So props to to Lane Kiffin on you, that front. You know, just to stay there for a second, and isn't I it like Lane Kiffin has gone through all like the career arc and just the general perception arc of Lane Kiffin? remains amazing to me from yeah. like USC Lane Kiffin Raiders Lane Kiffin like we we don't like this guy to Twitter wonky like social yeah. media guy that's Come where he rebuilt ship. it and now yeah, he's kind ship, of becoming like a a key figurehead on like a lot of important issues I'd say yeah like, this is not the first time that we've aligned with say like hey that's pretty cool that he's doing that like it is still wild to me that this is the same guy that got fired on a tarmac. And yeah, like, it's totally fair. So, cheers, Lane. Ole Miss. Cheers, Lane. Ole Miss. Um, before we talk about college football, there's some world football news that happened today. And I know I told our listeners, I think it was last week, maybe the week before, because the weeks all have blended together now. Yes, I have been really worried about Declan Rice signing with Arsenal. And it's happening. Or not signing with Arsenal. He's being transferred. So we're purchasing him from another team. Because it doesn't work like how it does in the NFL. Which, by the way, is very strange. Um, or just any other professional sport. But I'm very happy that he is going to be on my team. And honestly, I can sleep now. And I won't be saying things like after bed. So that's sure. positive news for us. Best day ever. What What is like the transfer fee for him? Like, isn't there normally... 
admittedly, I am not a football uh, football guy here. So football, like how much? <laughs> like what? Did, were, did the financial numbers come out? I think in total, out? it's a hundred and thirty-five million pounds. But and it's like a hundred pounds, and then five million in incentives. And honestly, I'm not really a math person, it's but I can money. tell you, I it is something. It sets the record for an English player. So before it was Jack Grealish, who, by the way, awesome, he plays for Man City. Um, if you don't know who he is, please look him up. His celebration from winning the treble is well, Champions League and winning the treble was insane. Like he is became a real life meme. And if you've watched Ted Lasso, um, he's the real life Jamie Tart. So it's awesome. Still haven't watched Ted Lasso. You're, I just sometimes I, I honestly I'm, can't I, with you. I I got I, it. I, I also I, wanted to tell our listeners yesterday. I was talking to Kramer on the phone, and he was like, "Oh, I think I've I think I've seen a clip of that." And I said, "Yeah, I think he made it to Instagram Reels." So I just wanted everyone to know I, that I shame him you constantly. Know, in the in the text threads for the dads, my my conglomerate of dads, that's we don't even communicate anymore. Like it, all we do is share Instagram Send reels, reels via you text dad's message. Group chat? It's yeah. How like, many guys are in it? Well, it varies. I have one really good friend who I went out with Saturday, and uh -huh. then but otherwise we've got another one with like four or five guys, and it, okay. it's it's just we're reeling. We're just Instagram reeling, posting Instagram reels via text message, like thirty-eight-year-old shitheads. That's what we do. It's like the most like non-into technology action that you, but I absolutely love it. I it, it, the formulas are fascinating, like on Instagram Reels, and and mm -hmm. the my formulas change wildly on the algorithm. I'm, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Formula is probably another old, old <laughs> person way to say it. the algorithm. Figure. Um, I am getting now. It feels like a lot of the submarine memes. Um, yes. Like the, yeah, I'm getting a lot of those. Clearly, I'm I'm watching those, so I'm getting a lot of that. <laughs> I moved away from high speed chases. I'm um, getting some instructional baseball videos still. So it's um, I love it. I I think I can honestly cut the cord now because all I need are Instagram reels. Okay, I'm in. Like Sold. That's, that's it. Um, let's talk a little football, even though I could keep talking about this random shit the whole time. The NCAA versus the universe, or specifically the states. Now, with NIL, the NCAA's basically pointed their finger, like waved it, like, you better not. We've got rules. And essentially, mm -hmm. and this is from Ross Dellinger, and we're not going to go into the full, there's a lot to unpack, but this is what Ross's tweet says, and this is the part I think that's most interesting. In a memo obtained by SI Now, and I think he was the first to report this, the NCAA strongly clarifies its NFL policy by warning schools that, one, they must follow NCAA rules even if they conflict with state laws, and two, entities such as school foundations are prohibited from NIL and offering donor incentives for NIL giving. I have thoughts, but I will wait. What are your thoughts on this? I just, the fact that the NCAA thinks they have any leg to stand on at this point like, sure, go ahead. And you're going to regulate all of this in some capacity? Like, you're almost extinct. We're almost getting rid of you. Shoe fly, don't bother us. It's kind of my thought process. Um. So, yes, I understand what they're saying. Like, hey, you're volunteering to be a part of this organization. And as such, you're going you're gonna to obey it by our laws. That's what their NCAA, that's the position. The counter to that is you're going to really fucking piss off the states and the people that are putting in these laws 
and they're going to now they're going to bury you. Like they're going to, you're, they're going to double down. Like the way that this being is being presented is going to really piss off state legislate like the people that are in charge of this and mm-hmm. the NCAA doesn't stand a chance. I, I, yeah. This is a losing battle, and I think the NCAA at this point has to know that. But like, yeah, why would you even start that war? Because you've lost every time it's come up. The horse is out of the barn at this point. Like the horse is left, right? And the NCAA is just walking around with a flashlight, like. Mm, just remain calm everyone we've got this we're going to get this horse back no it's too far it's too far gone but still positioning this like you're a laughing fucking stock at this point like no one's taking this seriously the comments from twitter yesterday were overwhelming like that was the response overwhelmingly is good luck even people that i follow legally wise that have an understanding are like yeah that ain't gonna I think this is a problem. I think this is a problem. I think the NCAA has a problem on it. They do. But, I mean, do you think this all is becoming a big deal because of all the stuff with the the video game? I think all of it, it's like making a really uneasy situation. And and we can talk about that, too, because I saw before we started recording, now there's (laughs) there's more, like, threatening going on legally in the video game. I, yeah. I I do wonder though, Paige. Like I've seen it even now with baseball. Like the base college baseball season has ended. There is this. There's some shout transfers. Out shout out LSU. LSU, by the way, just wing. rolling, rolling. The ring. Oh, that's what that was. I don't know what it was. Honestly, your hand looked very like very like rigid. Like you. I don't, I don't know what was going it's right. on. That's right. YouTube viewers, go go to our YouTube page. No, don't. Yeah. No. It's like the watch. I don't know. I see no. I was trying to figure out which finger to point to, and then I was just. You didn't. You didn't have the worst. I. What does a pirate say? I. It's still. <laughs> still pretty bad. Um. I don't know what we were talking. Oh no, baseball transferring. So, <laughs> so you're seeing the power of nil across the entire sport, and there's there's no going back from here. I, I I really don't believe that, and I think the NCAA is in a really precarious. They're going to have to try to enforce its rules. I would be going the other way to work with states and work with the government to try to say, let's make, yeah. let's try and find a reasonable ground that obviously puts your um, institutions in a position to be successful, but doesn't make this really, really weird. Um, one thing that's not on the dock on this along these lines, did you see Tread Dilfer, his comments at UAB? Like what he had no, said. No, I saw that he was trending for some reason, but I kind of tend to avoid. Um, so in in line with transferring and everything else, Trent Bilfer, who I'm still shocked, got this job. Yeah. Basically said, um, he he's went out and said he's daring coaches to like to steal his players, and then he'll call them out individually. Um. Oh, I did see that. So his his quote is. By the way, come try and get my guys. I dare you, Power Fives. I got a pretty big platform and I could step on. Uh, I don't know what that means. I had to make sure I read it. And if I find you <laughs> in my kids' DMs, and if I find you talking to high school coaches about my kids, if you're in my roster, I'm going to call your ass out. Um, Okay. I need Lane to go recruit and get called out because that would be the funniest Twitter brief of all time because it'd be someone who genuinely doesn't care if you publicly call them out 
and he's going to somehow spin it into being a thing for him. So I need that lane beef to, to happen. I, I also think that this Delfer hire was peculiar at the time. This is a Bill Clark fan club podcast. Love Bill Clark. That school whole is a near and dear to my heart. Like, this is going to be bad, right? This is going to be bad. Like, this comment, you're going to call... That's what you're worried about, is people poaching players from UAB. Oh, buddy. going to be bad. It, yeah. I don't it, know if it's trying to be relevant. I don't I don't know. If that's a way to show players that you care about them, not sure. I mean, do he have a very awkward sideline thing in high school he was coaching high school when he like grabbed a kid like yes. this has a chance to be spectacularly bad like so bad that you're like wow I gotta watch this yeah. this is bad that's my current that's my all the preview I'm doing for and UAB we will be here to discuss it when it does yes so there's that yes so there um, you go other college football news Michigan it came out that they have beat Georgia and beat Ohio State up in their locker room is motivation, right? Yes. Do you have a problem with this? I actually don't. Um, I would just put beat TCU up there. I'm confused why, you know, that's even a thing. So You know, I've already I've already, you know, my homer take. I'm like shuffling my papers to get my homer <laughs> take ready. She said it. She she did it. God damn it. I couldn't even get a word in for it. Um I get why they're doing this though, right? Like beat Alabama was kind of the thing to do when Alabama was kicking the shit out of everybody. So Yeah. I think BT, that's fair. BTCU is fair. But, but also, like, if you're another, that's that's billboard material for, or bulletin board material for other teams, in my opinion, that aren't included in that. So there's going to be teams that put beat Michigan up and, like, the fact that they have beat Georgia and those teams, and then everybody else in the Big Ten is going to use that. Hey, Penn State, put that up and say they don't even care about you. They didn't put it up there. They think they can easily beat you. That's some good bulletin board material. Just saying. Uh, just saying. Right. I will say... Because they do the beat Ohio State period in every practice, right? That's like yeah. where this tr- tr- like comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it, I I think this is a good thing to aim to be the pinnacle of the sport. And Georgia is so far and away it. Um, and obviously Georgia kicked yeah. the shit out of Michigan what two years ago, not last year, but the year before. So it's kind of like there there it is a little personal, but this stuff I love this stuff because it's like perfect off season content. Like this is got. Yeah. Also, off. like, how does this? Is this? They put it up, and that it's like public at practice. That's why this came out. I'm sure, I think this was in a quote or something. It's like, hey, everybody, like, this it's get out. Why? Georgia hey, everybody, period. we put up the look yeah. at our bulletin board material. Beat Georgia. So what do you do? When, what do you do when you beat Georgia? Period. Like, what do you do? Like, like, God, like, what does it entail? Like, just somebody the biggest blow. Bowers. Like, what do you do? Like, what is this? What does this look like? They bring out the monsters from yeah, Space yeah. Jam. <laughs> yeah, like like a bulldog runs around. Catch him. Catch yeah. him. I, I don't I don't quite understand the relevance of beat Georgia or beat Ohio State. Um but the I do love this one shit. I get, but it's just funny to me that like they <laughs> do this the year after. Like I would understand after getting your butt kicked by a team, you put that team up, but this seems a little try hardy for me. It's oh yeah, it's very hard. Like it's 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 perfectly hard. And don't get me wrong, I love a good try hard, but this is a little too much for me. Just you, I I'm happy to say that it's fine. And okay, but beating Georgia, like good, that's good luck, uh, buddy. good luck, good luck, buddy. But it is fine. Um, 
This is not fine, and it's actually sad. Hard transition. Ryan Mallett passes away. Now, um, I believe he was 35 years old, and mm-hmm. it was from drowning. And so I am a little older than you. Would you make known pretty much every time we talk about social media? But not Ryan, on purpose. Ryan Mallett was like a folklore. Like, he was larger mm-hmm. than life. And he had a huge arm and had some like could do some crazy ass shit and like never i don't know made it to the nfl like had a spell in the nfl but from a college yeah. quarterback standpoint there was stuff off the field like the, the the whole ryan mallet wave was like sensational it was, it was never boring right and so from a football player standpoint i have like a strong association with ryan mallet i think a lot of people do around my age he's a little young because like i associate like developing a love of college football right around the time he was just throwing the shit out of it. It's just really sad. It it makes me sad. It is. Young, obviously gone way, way, way too soon. Um, there's nothing else you can really say, but like, I think a lot yeah. of people in my age group have a connection to him. That's like, didn't really matter about wins and losses. There was just something always interesting about that. So it just sucks. It does. And I feel like, We've had to have this conversation way too many times on this podcast, and we've only been doing it for two years. Um, but seeing, like, the aftermath of it is just, like, also you think about the, like, okay, he touched so many lives. So just thinking of his family, because that's an awful, awful thing. It was, it is an awful thing. Um, but I think he, I think he leaves a really interesting legacy. And again, I think there's just a connection to him as football has become more popular. Yeah. There's a connection to him that I think people will think. But yes, well, more than that, it's like, yeah, you think about yeah. everybody kind of close to him and all. And it speaks to like the beauty of college football because like it doesn't have to be the best quarterback ever to yes. have an impact on the sport and for people to remember you um, in a time in the sport around you playing. So, um, yeah, it's definitely uh, a sad, sad thing. But we never have good transitions out of these. Never. Well, no, they're always painfully awkward. They're I'm, always sorry, painfully le- awkward. Lean into the painfully awkward transition. Or do you <laughs> do want me? Just... To, or do you want me to? Um, no, I can. We can talk about Texas. Speaking of painfully awkward, sometimes. Um, yeah, they they could be bad. Um, yeah, but... I actually wait. I had a really good transition in a meeting the other day, and someone was like, "Wow, that was a really great transition." I was like, "Podcasting, you know, just oh yeah, it, it, like we've nailed it. Like, it, like we've totally nailed it. You know, Mike, um, Mike Leach has passed away, and then like, did you see those mascots fighting? Like, that's how normally our transitions go. Like, yeah, I we, know. We're we'll work on it, guys. We're getting we're growing up a little bit. We'll tell you guys more about that a different day. But um, so Texas football set its season ticket record with sixty eight thousand sold. That's a shitload of season tickets. That by is the way. a lot of season tickets. Um, maybe they heard, maybe all 68,000 people listened to this podcast and heard you say that Texas was going to be back this year and is now, or now, season now, two holders. Now I, I gotta, I gotta make sure this take is properly, con- like, context. Texas then, has some being backish qualities about them and a schedule right. that would promote the possibility to be back. Of backness. Of backness, Yeah. Like, there's got to be a T-shirt that we can make, and like Texas might possibly, if all things go well, be and then on the somewhat back it says backish. Back. Yeah, and yeah. then on the back it says back. So just, just, yeah. could possibly potentially uh, be dot 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 back. So I will say this: 
I think we 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 narrative with some teams, some personalities, some whatever have a narrative. Jim Harbaugh, the narrative they can't win, you can't win. And if you're watching Michigan at the time, you're like, there he's building. He like the recruiting was pretty good. It was getting better. He was building. Okay. I think Texas is kind of doing the same thing. I don't know if anything Texas. I can't say quietly because nothing Texas ever does is quiet. No. But I do think when you look at how they've how they've changed over the he's done a really good job changing over the roster. I mean, I don't know. They just kind of not lose stupid fucking games. Like that's yeah, that's it. And then you could say it's so easy. It's so just simple. Don't lose to fucking Kansas or Iowa State. Like don't lose to Kansas. But that's it. I I, I like how you put don't lose to Iowa or Iowa State and yeah, Ohio. Did you say? No, yeah, it, I, well, Kansas. Well, I mean, yes. Kansas is pretty good now. You can't even say that. But like, Texas should not lose to Kansas. They should never lose to Iowa State. Texas really lose should lose to a lot of the teams that they've lost to ever. Um, yeah, well, now they're joining the SEC, so. But you know that. what? Um, their roster is a lot better off in that position than they were three years ago. I don't know if Sark will be the guy ultimately that season through. It does yeah. feel like when you when you count up all the momentum though, recruiting, mm-hmm. Arch, Quinn Ewers, like there's some legit momentum there. What they yeah. do with it, I have no idea. But I do I am very scarily liking this team more and more. But I can't pick them to go to the playoff page because when they don't yeah. the fucking internet's gonna be such dicks about it. Well, I mean, and like people always say this about like quote blue bloods of a sport, like Football, college football is better when Texas is good. So I am rooting for them to be backish. Like I'm rooting for them to be in that like six to eight window of college football in the rankings in the college football playoff, just so people argue about it. Oh, I see. So you don't want definitively in. You want Texas on the bubble, like yeah, like at least for a year. I mean, they can because I'm not willing to commit to them being definitively in. I think they have the potential to be almost in. Feel like if this is the time to actually definitively declare Texas is back, and if they actually are back, I'll be like, "Wow, See, this guy Adam." I knows. feel like people have been doing that though. That's why the whole Texas oh, back thing is. It's just bad. ironic. It, it it it's not even. But I'm I'm leaning. I have I am struggling with the Texas evaluation. The problem the problem here's what the problem is with Texas. Let's lean into this for one minute. The problem, the problem. Let me let's dig this into like the problem. Therap- <laughs> like losing Bijan Robinson. How is does it kind of feel? It's not great. Like you lost Bijan. In fact, you lost your two best running backs. Yeah, and that's not great. But Quinn Ewers, I think, is going to be good. I do. I think Quinn Ewers going to be really good. Yeah. So, I don't want to. I do kind of want to put them into the playoff, but um, mm. I I don't want to hear what the interview has to say. Um, someone recently has said to me about this podcast, um, that they're surprised that you put up with my shit sometimes. And I didn't realize what they meant until just now when twice in this episode, I've tried to rile you up over Michigan and Texas and it's worked. So oh, you yeah. know what? We're just going to keep doing this for the end of time. I, Cause I, I enjoy it. I sit back and just let you roll. I just can't help. I, I very freely and <laughs> I know easily you too take well. bait. Yeah. I, I will yeah, take the I bait. know you way too well. I, I can't I can't help it like the debate is out there I'm gonna just latch myself on so but stay tuned because we will do playoff predictions Texas might be back I mean day change.
<laughs> stay tuned. Well, that's the end of the episode. No, just kidding. <laughs> stay tuned. Yeah. So that's it. There you go. There's the name. Stay tuned. Um, There's the name. NIL deals. They are a thing again, right? Yes. And um, anybody, I guess a quarterback, really not anybody, but B. John yeah, Robinson quarterbacks. or quarterbacks can get NIL these days. Yes. Good ones. Ones that I would want. Well, is Kyle McCord a good one? Uh, Mercedes? Is that a good NIL deal? Well, no. Yes, Mercedes. Okay. Mercedes is a very good. You're already getting me riled up. Mercedes is yeah. a very good NIL deal. Did you see Kyle McCord in the spring game? Like, is he a Mercedes-worthy guy? But again, it it kind of doesn't even matter. It's more about recognition. And he's an Ohio State quarterback, I just period. find it fucking funny, Kyle McCord driving a Mercedes around campus. I mean, I just, I just like jelly. When, when he's and, benched in hey, the first game. Like, you, you might not have seen this, but the dealership that he has a partnership with is owned in one of the business investments of our good friend, Mark Wahlberg. I actually did see that. And I'm also thinking now, like the state, like the NCAA was, Kyle, be careful. Like, don't you, don't, don't yeah. leave it alone. Don't, don't I, post. But but also, <laughs> I kind of do love Kyle McCord driving in Mercedes. I'm going to pivot on my take to lean fully into, like, here's a guy who's, who's I don't know if he's actually played sparingly. And... Mm-hmm. Is driving a Mercedes around campus. Like, yes. There was an outlet that shall not be named that was like, this is the reason this is terrible and blah, blah, blah. Whatever, you, dude. Why can't you what name a, the outlet? Because I don't want to. You can look it up yourself. If you're listening you to this, just, you can look it up yourself. Can you, don't give can, them the clicks, but no. No, but can you like do it, just mouth it so YouTube people can see and no one else can? No. See that, no, I'm though? Not giving, that would have been a great idea. We're trying to grow a YouTube. Trying to yeah go exclusive content on our <laughs> hear us hear us shit all over other media outlets only on YouTube. Um, but I this is I I love nil deals okay like I think it's great. I love that he's driving a Mercedes. I am completely unbothered. Me too. I think it's excellent. I actually I shouldn't say unbothered because I also am like very interested in it. Like I love the excitingness of nil deals. The uh, the car that they showed is really nice. Like, I mean, I, I think we've talked about this, but I really wasn't a car person until I got into F1, and now I like very much. I was always like, oh, whatever, I don't, I'm not really, like, I don't care what I drive. Now I'm like, hmm, I next do, car. Luxury? I do, this is from front office sports from the story. Uh-huh. I say QB Kyle McCord will be driving a 2023 Mercedes-Benz AMG GT53 this season. He hasn't officially been named the starter. Like, <laughs> like that's, like, hmm, chef's kiss. Um... Okay, so NIL. We I don't yes. think we've ever done this. We're coming in hot on this, like we usually do on this podcast. Yes. You are you are an athlete. You are an up and coming star. A pickleball oh, thank you so much. star. No, a pickleball <laughs> star. You're a your pickleball pickle, star. It is it is taking yes. off. Um what's where are you going for NILs? Okay. Now this First, is some context. Right, like not as a college kid. Somehow in this weird mindset, this is like right Dang. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a multiverse. It's like a multiverse. It's, right? <laughs> yes, thank I you. I don't know. Have you? By the way, have you seen the Spider-Man multiverse movies? I not yet. Not the new. The first one I did. The, the second one, one I haven't yet. My kids. Okay, I haven't have. seen the second one, but I saw the first one. Very good, by the yeah, way. I did all not fantastic. expect to like it. Yeah, huge. Fantastic. Fan. By the way, sidetrack. Um, yes, in this multiverse where I am a pickleball star at this current age and still myself. Yeah. Um, there are a few 
companies slash brands that I would really like to be associated with that I would love to work with. And I think I'll start with Tarte. If, do you know what that is? No. A cosmetics brand. Very controversial. Remember when I had that rant a couple of weeks ago about how people were mad about the F1 race and they had like influencers going? Yes. Tarte was the, the company that um, like started that. And basically they do these like lavish influencer trips where they go to like Turks and Caicos. They went to Dubai. All this stuff, and they spend so much money on these influencer trips. So my pitch to Tart would be that we go to sporting events together and make it normal that people who are influencers and like Tart, which by the way I do use. Okay, this, this these eyes don't look this good just because of nothing. Okay, Tart shape well, tape. Nicely, nicely done. Yeah, I'll put a link in bio uh, for everybody um, for all the female listeners who want to conceal stuff or males. No judgment here. Um, but that would be who I would work with because they spend a shit ton of money on these influencer trips and i'm hoping that you know i also talked in that rant about how i'd love to go to the super bowl i'm thinking super bowl tart pickleball champion celebration at a super bowl with tart so tart would probably be my first choice in terms of nil deal i like that um we'll keep it in the t family i would go i would go toro okay toro is my favorite lawnmower brand um I, full disclosure, I did email Toro to see if I could become an influencer for them. I've never done this. Oh, yeah. Wait, when did you do that? Well, like a year ago. Did you follow up? I think this this is huge. We can send this video. Give us your your pitch. So they they had it. It was like way too official. Like, I just wanted to email some marketing person and be like, hey, buddy. Like, I mow the shit in my yard. You have to do stuff. You can't just get free shit. I I would do that. You know what I do in my yard. It's probably the most... Look no, but I mean, kind of, like, you'd have to take pictures and post it. I, this, no, I'm with you. I would not just want free <laughs> shit. I would do it. And there was like, well, you have to go through this official thing. And like, mm-hmm. it just was off putting. And I, this is the most Kramer thing I've ever heard I, in my I, life. I have not emailed anyone else, right? Okay. Like, I, this, I wanted a Toro. Like, their mowers are the best. They're the absolute best. And so, it's it's still what I take my pride and joy in now. Um, Toro, yeah. fucking call me. Like, let's fucking go. Pod, let's get it done. Like, whatever. Like, we'll do lawn of the week. I will. I will live stream my fucking mows. Like, I'm in. I don't. Wow. I honestly think you could find a really great demographic for that. Like, unfortunately, as I've aged and like my following on Twitter is less college football and more just like dad shit. Like. I, I feel like I'm the guy. I'm not sure there's a marriage on Twitter better in the entire world than me, Toro. Like, you are missing out, not me, right? See? This uh, sure, threatening Matt's a brand? Clip this. A threatening <laughs> yeah. a brand? Is, is, that, is that how you get sponsors? It's yeah, like, basically. So what I'm gathering here is that Producer Matt's going to clip this. We're going to send it out to I, Toro, and you're going to be a brand ambassador, which would be great. I, I, feel, um, like, I feel like I'm I'm right there for that. Like, I this want is to a be weird here. question, but are there any college kids that have alcohol NIL deals? Is that I allowed? Be- I believe if that you're 21, alcohol yes, right? and gambling were known Al- alcohol. And I think NIL. alcohol. I think porn was another one. I think that was the three. Like alcohol those- betting NIL deals are fair game for some athletes. Is this where you're going with your next NIL proposal? No, I was just, well, I was thinking that maybe the next NIL deal could be an alcohol deal, but I, I would do it with Aviation Gin. Actually, he sold it, so 
I don't remind me random shit Ryan Reynolds okay um yeah I would Ryan do Reynolds. I would associate myself with whatever brand Ryan Reynolds was affiliated with actually his wife started a like mocktails slash um like cocktails in a a glass thing that really didn't go well um called like buzz something buzzed or something but, but they're and not I would associate myself with Ryan Reynolds and his wife Blake Lively so that's what I would do I do the I, the mocktail, which actually is fair because I rarely drink on this podcast. That's why I, when I do um, it, it's I, I, Obviously, an alcohol sponsor for me would be, I mean. What beer would you choose? Yeah, you can only choose one beer. So I've been trying to shuffle through this uh, as you were talking to figure out what beer it would be. <laughs> um, I'm glad you listened to me, though. <laughs> you had to pick one beer for the rest of your life to drink. It's, it's more, it's so difficult because it would be. Not, you know what? Maplewood. It's a local. You know, like you got to go local with the IPAs. Okay. Maplewood and I would get along very well. But I would do Tito's. Um, like this is the problem. I would. This is where I become. I almost you... said. I almost said. Can I say what I almost said? And then, like that doesn't mean I said it. Like I am. I. I almost yeah. said that I'd become a bit of a whore, or a brand <laughs> whore, because with alcohol, I'd be like, "What is it? Can I try? Sure. It? Yep, it's great." I'm in. <laughs> With lawnmowers, not so much. With alcohol, maybe. Good beer. Fair. Good solid beer. New Belgium, I would do. Like, yeah. New Belgium, call me. But um, let me just clarify. The brand is called Betty Buzz, and I need to read what it's. It's a premium drink mixer. It's made with only clean ingredients. So there's that. That is. That sounds like me, where it's like healthy and organic, but still you can put alcohol in it. So. There's, there's like that. Is this whole athletic? I think Scott Van Pelt is sponsored. It's like non-alcohol beer. It's okay. called like Athletic Brewing. Yeah, that just wouldn't work with me, man. <laughs> like it just. That's it, fair. I, I respect it, and actually, great branding, great mission, great everything else. But like, bring me the fucking booze, man. And what and again? That's fair. Yeah, no, but like we need. I mean, there's been a beer on pretty much every single podcast we've ever done. Yeah. It's like 100 beers, right? Like 84 beers. Cutwaters. Um, <laughs> oh, the Cutwater episode. Uh, yeah, yeah. We I, should uh, watch clips. Actually, oh, that's no. a great idea. We should watch back some clips of that oh, oh. for an episode um, just because oh. it would be really funny. To, and also our Thanksgiving <laughs> one where we I basically drink a whole bottle of wine. We, we that was... We were attacked. It's like an hour and 35 minute, like, I'm just, just, the Thanksgiving episode every year, I think, is one of the more, the season is ending. Yes, it is. It's, uh, it's, it's like us the, getting weird. It's the, there's cooking tips. There's, like, we're, we're celebrating the end. It's, uh, yeah, it's spectacular. It is. Um, um for NIL, just to put a bow on that, let's give one more. What would your, like, fast food or, like, restaurant affiliation be fuck you know what i'm gonna lean into this take i feel like mcdonald's is actually underrated yo that's some serious dough i i i would agree i would probably go with mcdonald's as well have you seen obviously you probably have because you're very online the grimace like the grimace shake videos like so so okay wow well maybe you should try instagram reels so the Grimace shake is like this purple shake. Uh-huh. And so what, what you know, teens are doing is like, yep, try the Grimace shake for the first time. 
And then like, you know, they're like this. And then the next cut is like them vomiting, like fake vomiting or like dead in the floor. Like this is like, I've seen this on Twitter too. I will send you some, like if you're a McDonald's social person, you obviously can't retweet any of this because it's, but it is great marketing. Like, yep, just try yeah. a Grimace shake. And it looks, I mean, it's purple, right? Grimace purple. Have um, you had it? Yes, no, I know he's no, purple. No, 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 but, but I'll say this. Like, these, like, and some of these clips are actually pretty deranged, but like not over the top. Like, it's funny. They're just like, yeah, Grimace it's good shake. good content. Um, with kids and being on the road and all these different things, McDonald's just fucking delivers, right? McDonald's is just yeah. like the most consistent fast food and um my fast food like power rankings yeah I, 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 there's one two and there's a strong large gap to three it's mcdonald's it's taco bell and then it's canyon between everybody else i love chick-fil-a so it chick-fil-a would be very high on my list 1a and 1b is 1a is mcdonald's 1b is chick-fil-a but i will say about mcdonald's <laughs> if they were ever willing to lean into the hangover cure because that's really the only time I drink yes. McDonald's is when I'm hungover. My hangover cure is a large Diet Coke mm-hmm. and a um, sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddle. And then I am fixed. And then if it's really bad, adds a large fry. But that is like, if they were ever willing to lean into that, I would love to do something like that because that's really the only time I eat McDonald's. So, you know how they do like these menu items like for celebrities? Um, yes, I have an I have a menu item. Like my kids were like, "You got to try this." Mm-hmm. They take a hot cake, right? The McDonald's okay, hot cake, yeah. delightful, consistent. Pancake, but... It's called the fucking yes. All right, I'm just whatever. letting people know who don't God, know. Why are you trying to get me revved up again? <laughs> the hot and cakes. You, you wrap it in a hash brown. Okay, you take okay. the hot cake, right? Ha- their hash uh-huh. browns also world class. Yeah, and like. My kids try this, like you gotta try it. It's like texture heaven, right? Soft pancake. And then crunchy. Crunchy hash brown. I encourage everyone to do this. So this would be my menu item. Large have you tried coffee. have you guys tried dipping it in syrup? Because I feel like that would be really good. Oh no. No, well no, the syrup is good. Yes, I'm I'm with you. But that would be it. I'd call it the um I actually had a name for I'm forgetting. I'm just gonna that's gonna wait for you. I, now out that loud. I'm about to say it out loud, it's gonna sound like the hot cake okay. taco. Sounds like <laughs> sounds like this is a family podcast. It is, <laughs> but it's it's <laughs> we call it the hot taco. That's even worse somehow. But why wouldn't you call it something like the hot why, hash? Why would or the hash cake? The hash cake. The hash cake. That sounds read. like a drug, though. <laughs> no. See, here's the problem. Why would anyone sponsor us? Like we are, <laughs> we are reckless at honestly, best. The hash cake is a good idea. The, the hash cake is better than the hot taco. Um, that's a really bad fucking name. The hash cake. I like it. Adam's Thank you. Hash cake. With Adam's like hash cake. <laughs> large, large black coffee, hash cake, and that's it. But you, you, I honestly, you gave me homework. For next week, your homework, if you choose to accept it, is a hash cake. Is, is a hash cake. So just one hot what cake. What homework did I give you? To watch something. I forget what it was. Oh, no. Oh, yes. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll, tour. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. So that would be, that would be my homework for you. Okay. Hot cake, hash brown. Okay. And don't call it a pancake. 
or you are five years old or a hot taco um which is the opposite um (laughs) okay the jets are gonna be on hard knocks probably maybe um did you know any of these rules about hard knocks that like they can't force teams on and then but they can if you don't have a new coach and you've made the playoffs like there's all these really weird hard knock stipulations about who can like be details. on. Yeah. I mean, so, I didn't know that, but I, it makes sense so that you get quality content. So, okay. I was, I was having this, I'm biased. I'm a Jets fan. So the report, I think it was no. Mike Florio was saying the Jets, <laughs> the Jets are probably are bracing to be the hard knocks team. Okay. Now I'm biased, but I, this year's Jets team, I feel like would be the perfect, like hard knocks choice. Right. Mm-hmm. Outside maybe the Chiefs, who, you know, Super Bowl champs. Probably just having a lot of fun, you know. Yeah, Mahomes, Kelsey, like all of them. Andy Reid. Oh, we tune into the match watching. I, I'm in. I can't wait. <laughs> Mahomes has got himself a golf swing. Um, what teams would you want to see on part? And I might buy. Like I think the Jets with Aaron Rodgers. Like this is probably as good. A, like if the Jets are on Hard Knocks, I'll bet you it'll be some of the highest rated episodes they've had in like. Many years. Oh, yeah. I'm good with the Jets. I, I actually follow the Jets on TikTok because I think their social media is hilarious. Whoever runs their social media, I want to give. I think it's a, a girl. I want to give her a shout out because it's so funny and so good. They're like post practice stuff um, is hilarious. So I'm good with that. I think it makes sense. Um, the only other selfishly thing that I would want would be them to do the Dolphins just because I don't know if you've seen the Braxton Berrios. And Alex Earl stuff. Have you seen that? Yes. So you know what I'm talking about, which is kind of crazy. That you I know. know. I really did not expect you to think well anything of it. But all I need is like Alex Earl being on um, Hard Knocks. Like that would be amazing. I, I thought you were going to say the 49ers, who would also be very interesting. Yeah. No, I, I yeah, quarterback situation. I would love to know. Um, But no, like selfishly, like I'm good with the Jets. Like I would rather watch that than the 49ers because honestly, I just don't actually want to know any of that information i I just want to be happy when it happens i actually think the packers post rogers would be fascinating like i think the yes i think the packers like that's such an interesting story Mm -hmm. um i'm not surprised that nobody wants to do this by the way because it is intrusive um i'm a little surprised like training camp starts in a month and like do they really not know? They, they, they have to know. Like, HBO yeah. has to know who it is. Are they doing the in-season thing like they did with the Cardinals I, I, last year? I think year? they are. I think they are. And they were saying, like, the eligible teams for Hard Knocks was, like, Washington, Chicago, which would be interesting, um, Jets, and, like, somebody. There was not many. Nobody yeah. wants to do this, which does not show. Which because... kind of makes me sad because I feel like, like, Maybe it's just because we think of the NFL as like the king of all sports. And so we don't think it needs publicity. But I think like having seen the success of like Drive to Survive and like the Welcome to Wrexham and things like that, where like a lot of new fans have been introduced via documentaries. And I know a lot of like I have a lot of friends who don't watch sports all the time as much as I do, but they they tune in with their like husbands and things like that to watch this stuff because it's fascinating because it gets into the personal side of it. It's interesting to me that teams and the league would be actually, it's not surprising that I'm sure the league has some involvement in this of why they wouldn't want to do it. Cause I feel like you'd want to grow that 
not a fan base, but grow like have people grow a connection and support of you. I don't know if that I, I think, matters, but no, I think Hard Knocks was ahead of its time in a lot yes, of ways. Yes, totally. I think we probably take it for granted. Yeah, like the Rex Ryan Jets was hilarious. Like that yeah. was, I mean, just the shit. Like it's very real, and I think that's probably why coaches don't like it or front office because. The football is not for the faint of heart in a lot of ways. Like it is a very brutal business and you get a lot of it. You don't get all of it, but you get a lot of it on hard knocks. And it's, yeah. um, no, I mean, as a fan of the team, like I'm in, like, give me. Yeah. And look, you get the offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, both of which have like a great deal of like confidence and swag, right? Like it'd be a yeah. sauce Gardner episode. Like I'm in, um, but Aaron Rodgers, frankly, would probably be fascinating, whether you love him or not. And he loves attention. He's oh, totally yeah. he willing to do it. He's totally up. willing to do it. Yeah, he would love this. So I think I, I'm in as a fan. Um, Brees Hall, fucking Jets are going to be good. Like, oh, go. gosh. Get yourself worked up. It'll go at some point. But, but I will say, like, thinking about it now, like, the NFL I, is, like, if I had to pick a professional league that was, like, most likely to be canceled, you know what I mean? For saying yes. something wrong or having oh, something yeah. go wrong, it would be the NFL. So yeah. I maybe get why they're a little bit different because I feel like even watching some of the, like I've watched a lot of like European football documentaries of them doing sort of like a hard knocks or sort of like a like in-season thing. And there's a lot of content that you would describe as questionable, like in terms of like how players are treated or whatever. Yeah. And I think that like fans of... I, I feel like the NFL just is maybe everyone's just a little too sensitive. And like we we've taken for granted that we have had this access. And like, I think people are scared because like of cancel culture. And I feel like that may be why it's different. And also football is like a different animal. Like imagine if there was like a fly on the wall in Nick Saban's locker room. You know what I mean? Like, yes, there it, were cameras. It would Lord. It, people like Kirby Smart's speech, his locker room speech, which was not yeah. actually the. Uh, championship speech yeah that was fantastic mm-hmm. and actually people like rallied around that they're like yes this is great but he's just expletive heavy beat the living fuck out of them yeah, all that all exactly that stuff. it and, would be different and i think you get some of that on hard knocks but the nfl also really doesn't want they, no. there has to be a ceiling american on what football they show, is, yeah you know? american football People are very sensitive to how they do things. The sport as a whole is like considered dangerous and has been under fire. Like the whole yeah, existence makes, of it. Yeah. So, but but bring me the Jets. Bring me Aaron Rodgers. I will. I haven't. I haven't watched much Hard Knocks in the last couple of years. Um, I watched the Detroit one. That was last year, I think, because they asked them mm-hmm. to do it again, which I would take, and um, they said no. Like everybody's just like, no, no. No thanks. Um, so I, um, but I'm it. So bring me the Jets. Bring me Aaron Rodgers. Okay. All right. Random shit. Yes. Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney bought a portion of a Formula One team. So they are coming to Formula One. I. They're on a roll, right? Like. Yes. I also so, think Michael B. Jordan is part of this group that purchased this percentage of Alpine, which this is absolutely amazing. And I can't wait to see. I know the Drive to Survive stuff, like in Netflix, probably had some sort of 
deal set up where they can't have exclusive content, but there's no reason that Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney couldn't film stuff on their own. Um, I'm fascinated by this. I know a lot of people were like, ugh, Hollywood. A lot of foreign fans were like, ugh, Hollywood coming into it. I think this is great. I think Drive to Survive is already Hollywood coming into it. I honestly cannot wait. And I think also I love the fact that Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney and I all have very similar interests. If I had that kind of money, this is what I would be investing in. And basically they went from soccer, a soccer team, to now an F1 team. And I've just gotten into both of these things in the last three or four years. So it's we're basically the same person. You're basically the same. I, I agree. Yes. That's where I was going to start. Their soccer investment, I don't know what they paid for Wrexham. Has mm -hmm. that been disclosed? I don't know. Probably not. Yes, but I forget what the amount is. So I'm assuming that investment has like ballooned in the last, because Wait, of the TV show, I... because of, you all right? Yes, I'm good. Hold on. I have so a- Your eyes there, uh, your facial expression was like- I have the worst facial expressions ever. Like if people freeze frame some of the facial expressions from the YouTube, I mean, really, yeah, really pushing YouTube hard. This episode, we are, we really are. Hold on, I'm trying to find the. There was a front office sports tweet about his Ryan Reynolds investment, and it was saying how much everything has has increased. Um, actually, tweet a lot. But, I mean... It's gotta I mean, be. But it's a brilliant investment. Like, you go, you buy this thing, and you put a show around it. And naturally, even if you suck, it's gonna go up in price because many okay. people didn't know they existed. Did you like how Here, I tried to kill the air there? Yes, thank you. I appreciate Pro, that. Pro move. Pro move right no there. No big deal. Um, since 2018, Ryan Reynolds investments include a gin brand, a Welsh soccer club, and a phone service provider. He sold the gin brand for $600 million, which I was talking about earlier, Aviation Gin. Um, they've been promoted. Um, the Welsh football club or soccer club um, has been promoted, and then he sold the phone service for $1.3 So now he's investing in Formula One. Like this, anything he touches sort of turns to gold at this point. Um, Ian Wilder. The, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Uh, Sam not fucking Wilder. Uh, yeah. I love it. Uh, that is, yes. Um, yes. That is cool. No, and it's neat. It is odd that they seem to be, to be going down your alignment of. Yeah, fandom. Fandom, which is Maybe great. Maybe they should bring me in to help consult on things. I be willing to take a significant amount of cash to feel like that's out. that's the part of it that you're pushing pretty hard yeah, um yeah i i want to be sponsored i brought blake lively into the fold betty buzz no yeah, i know yeah, what it's yeah, called betty, betty buzz it's good to eat. it's like a their daughter's name is betty betty buzz who not betty buzz but her name is betty and then the buzz but it's not alcohol buzz, correct it's not alcoholic but it, they're mixers so you can drink it by itself or as a mixer oh and it's made with clean ingredients. But also, did you know that you made a, this is what, two Taylor Swift references on this podcast earlier. You said Folklore, and that was a Taylor Swift ep or episode album. And then Betty is also a song that she wrote I can that promise includes. I'm doing this 100% intentionally. And this, would you, you haven't, you're not like on Taylor Swift reels yet? Um, Eras tour reels? 
No, I've been on, I've gotten, I've gotten a few, but I don't, clearly the formula is not working for me, for Taylor Swift. The formula. <laughs> um, but no, I, I'm a, I, I'm not a hater. Like she, I, it's amazing to see an artist kind of capture the entirety of the world the way she yep. has on this tour. Also, doing a tour sounds fucking exhausting. Exhausting. Yeah. She does like. I think it's 44 songs or something like that. Like, that's a lot. And she's doing this, like, I can barely, I can't year. even sing just standing still, let alone moving around and Yeah. Change. Although I would be really into the costume changes. That would be Oh, yeah. Thing. No, that's, yes. And then those no <laughs> just change, like, yeah. Just me, like, me like, coming out in my outfits and people applauding. Wait, that, that could make that? me so much money. Why wouldn't people do that? No, I like that. Um, <laughs> I, I like that. I'm trying to think. Um, yes, go ahead. Random shit. One of the things that I did give you the... Um, for homework was when we were on the phone the other day was to watch the Smartless on tour documentary. Have you started it at all? Uh, no, no. Like we literally talked like 12 yesterday. hours. Yesterday. I know less, uh, probably less than that because it was. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I'm on it. Okay. You promise? I do. You have I, to watch I, it. I gotta, it's so good. But, yes. But I, I do love, I mean, Arrest Development is one of my favorite shows ever. So you give me Arnett, you give me Bateman. I have not seen it. Oh, you would love it. You would. I think you, you would love think? it. Do you think? Yeah. Is it along it's... the lines of The Office? Because I, I don't like The Office. Uh, yeah, that's not a great start. I, I wouldn't compare it directly to The Office. It's very clever. It, it very, very clever, and the acting is just superb, all around. Um, but I, I love that show. It is, it is phenomenal. Um, and it's okay. funny to see just the star power that that show, really kind of helped construct. Um, but I like those too, and they're great together. They were doing like U.S. Open sh- uh, commercials and shit, right? Like, were um, they? Yeah, I think they were. Or maybe this was the podcast. I have no Will idea. Will Arnett is doing an F1 simulcast with Daniel Ricardo. I think I told you that. Also, um, BoJack Horseman. You ever watch BoJack Horseman on Netflix? No. Do you know what that is? Cartoon no. Horse. Will Arnett's voice of BoJack Horseman. It's actually. I mean, describe this show. BoJack was a horse that was a famous actor. And then okay. became like addicted to drugs and kind of burned out. Okay. And uh, funny. It's a funny show, but also deeply serious and kind of like, I can't recommend it to you because I don't think you'd like it, but I feel like you just have to watch one and be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Bojack sometimes, is, yes. Yeah. Sometimes my like taste in shows is like very random. Like I like, for the most part, I stick to the script of like, Feel good, happy, which, by the way, I watched the second part of um, Breakpoint, which is the documentary on Netflix with the yes. tennis, and I cried twice, which I don't know what that was about because it really wasn't that. I don't know why, but I just, people realizing their dreams just really makes me happy. So, oh, um, that's nice. See, I like feel good things like that or like documentaries where you like get to know people. Um, but occasionally I am like, oh, I like that show. Um, when it's not something that someone would na- naturally recommend to me because they know I'm not into like scary things or, and stuff like that. Sure. I don't know. Bojack Horseman do that. Okay. Try Let it out. Try. Um, Watch Smartless on tour. I I will. No, that that's way more in my alley than Bojack is at yours, I believe. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I'm not even going to get started about you watching Dread to Survive, so. I only have, I don't even have random shit. Like week zero is like two months away. I'm ready. Wow. I'm ready. 
I don't know how I feel about that. Week zero. Media days are like three weeks away or like three and a half weeks. Talking season. Talking seasoned. That'll be good, good for content, right? Yeah. You have to actually start like previewing stuff and like talking about gotta, Texas gotta, a little bit more. We're going to start being serious, which we will, guys. Yeah. It's going to happen. No, the conversation you. we did have was like, we got, got some great ideas. We have to do them. We've got some new stuff coming. We do. And it's fun to talk about that shit. Be like, all right. Like, let's roll. Like, it, it is fun. I, I don't know. I, you know, I like the juices are flowing. This is like the yeah. time of year where 4th of July is, is that time. We're also Which, one, one year away from a video game, I believe. Yeah. Ooh. Hopefully. Um, Hopefully. Hashtag rebrand. But I yeah. very much enjoy the 4th of July. It's like one of my top favorite holidays. Yes. Do you have any wonderful plans for the 4th of July? I am going up to my dad's. We It's Wisconsin, so we usually relate off our own fireworks. There's like no rules That's in Wisconsin. Awesome. And um, play a little golf, a little pool, um, eat some good food. Um I do love the fourth. It's it's weird though because like symbolically it's like summer. I don't want to say summer is definitely emphatically not over, but you're like reaching this tipping point of like like <laughs> for people who cover football, it's over. <laughs> for fo- no, but that's exactly it, right? Like you're like oh my god, season coming, which is also great and a little terrifying. So um, no, I love. I am like Mister Patriot, like when it comes to the fourth, like. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, fucking America, let's go. Like, let's do this up right. Sort of my kid, like, it'll be a good time. What about you? Um, well, it's the one time, well, one of two times that I drink beer is yep. 4th of July. So I will have a Budweiser in the, like, American can. That's yeah. my one thing that I do. Delicious. And I will do that on the 4th of July because that's the, that and when I go to a ballpark, which I am going to Yankees and Mets. Um, I've been to both ballparks, but I'm going um, on a work trip in a couple of weeks, two weeks. Um, so I will be going to Yankee, oh, Yankee game and uh, Mets game. You're going to both games or just Yankees, Mets? Both games, both stadiums. Oh my God. Talk about summer. Summer vibes. Deeply jealous. And also um, New York is one of my favorite places in the world. So. A lot of jealousy there. Um, yeah, it's okay. All right. With that, we will wrap. Paige, I am Adam. We will talk to you guys next week.